everybody. This is your girl Sequoia Blue back in here with another episode and it is Friday and I am happy it's Friday and <laughs> means the weekend parties is about to begin if you party and the party could be just at home watching a movie. It's always fun too with a glass of wine. <laughs> Today we have a special guest. We have Kim Sorrell. She's the author of the book called Love Is and it's about her journey on finding out what true love is. Can you tell us a little bit about like how did you come up with this idea of this book? Like, I know you went through some things, your husband's husband passed and you had to go and find yourself again. Like, yeah, take us through that journey. Yeah, well, a few years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And four months later, my husband was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and passed away six weeks after that. And I was 47 years old and thought that I was gonna grow old with this man who I loved. And we would be 95 years old, sitting on rockers on a front porch, drinking lemonade and smiling at each other, whatever 95 year old people do on a front porch. And all of a sudden that was gone. You know, he he was gone and, and my life changed dramatically. I had to figure out life again. And uh, there are some things that it did, you know, losing my husband did, to me um, and one was it made me question the real meaning of love and it seems to be this mystery right there's the Nicholas Sparks movies and there's you know John Legend songs you know whatever and there's different ways to look at love and a lot of times people just think about between partners but love is for everybody everywhere it's universal but what does it really mean you know yeah what does it really mean? So I decided I would dedicate a year to figuring out the true meaning of love. You know, that's amazing because it reminds me of Eat, Pray, Love. <laughs> I mean, when I read about you, I said, oh, my God, I love that movie with um, Julia Roberts where she goes on this journey. And even though she was trying to also find herself, but she was trying to find love, like what is love to her dealing with the relationships. And it's, it's interesting because I do feel like people find themselves that way like it's because you're you're kind of faced with the different perspectives from different countries like how was that for you yeah it was very much a eat pray love kind of experience the majority of the time I was in Haiti and Haiti is a tough place I love 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 Haiti and it's a beautiful country uh, with wonderful incredible beautiful people living in some of the hardest conditions in our world the poorest country in the Western Hemisphere. It's it's just a tough place to work, a tough place to live. And but I love it. I love love Haiti. And so most of the time, that's where I was when I was working on figuring out the truth about love. And I and I do think it's different than the comforts of my own home, you know, and just being having food in the refrigerator all the time and yeah the car to drive and all of that you know to be in a place where I had nothing and uh yeah to just definitely make my way way put things into perspective you know because it's like wait a minute maybe I'm okay you know maybe I need to work this out or work that out and when you went through this journey did you feel like okay how am I gonna move on and find a new love because I'm sure your husband it was like true love and you know there's different things people say like was it twin flame and soulmate and all these things it's like i'm hearing about but like what what did you have with your husband was it like a twin flame feeling or soulmate and or was it like a strong compatibility and 
I, yeah, well, you know, it's it's interesting. When I was in high school, my plan was to become the first woman president. That was that's what I was going to do, and I had my life laid out before me. I knew the steps I needed to take to make it happen, and I didn't think there'd be room for a husband and kids in the equation. You know, it'd be too much work to get to the top, and so. Uh, but I did know, if I ever were to get married, the man had to have two things. He had to be over six foot tall because my five foot nothing mom married a short man and I wanted to give my kids a chance. And he had to be good looking because I wanted him to look good in my wedding pictures. And uh, May of my senior year in high school, uh, this tall, dark, handsome, incredible man walked into the bowling alley where I was playing pool and I fell head over heels. And 10 days after I met him, I asked him to marry me and he said yes. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And that is amazing. Yeah. So, so you do believe that it could be some some intrinsic love at first sight. Cause you know, some people believe in it, some people don't. Oh, I I totally do. I mean, I think in, in some ways I got lucky. Um, because I don't think I'd recommend doing it the way I did it to people. <laughs> but he just happened to be the right one. You know, we yeah. just happened to fit together so well. And he absolutely, he was my soulmate. He was my, my, my other. So yeah, he was my one. That is amazing. I mean, I think that a lot of, because of modern uh, technology and stuff and social media, a lot of women are getting, I guess you could say disappointed in the dating market. Like a lot of them are feeling like, forget love, get the money. And, you know, and then also like someone like me that's been single for six years, just so comfortable being alone. Uh, it's like now I'm comfortable. And it doesn't, it's, it's odd, but I've been in and out of relationships since I was 16. So it's like, like for women that are comfortable, like me, or just feel like, Hey, I don't want to deal with the guy because they don't know if they can. I think sometimes for some women, they don't know if it could be true love deep down out there for them. I still believe in true love. I still believe my person somewhere out there, but I'm also comfortable at the same time. And so <laughs> it's hard for me to be like, okay, I'm just so much chilling. And I think that might probably push some guys away because I'm just chilling <laughs> yeah well or or the other way around it might draw guys more to you because I, I think you need to be healthy alone if you're going to be healthy yeah. in a couple right so yeah. you need to like yourself and be okay alone and if you're if you're going to be healthy and strong in a couple so I I think you got it going and you know when the right one comes you know I just I really believe that you know that yeah th there are stories of people that known each other since they were four years old and certainly when they were four they didn't know he was the right one right but yeah. um but I, I i just think you do you know it's uh different when it's the one that you can't get enough of that you just want to spend the rest of your life with and and you know when it happens you don't have to force it just you know it what be. that's true i think in the past like before i knew who i was I didn't understand the red flags and all those things, but all the, those things matter, compatibility, connection, spiritual connection, um, conversation, because, you know, you just want to like the person too as a friend, not just as, oh, this is my lover, but you want to like them as a friend. So, and that's what it feels like you had with your husband, which I think is like amazing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We, yeah, we had it good. I, I know that I had it better than most people have it their whole lives. You know, there's, there's unhappy people in couples and, and sort of happy people in couples. And 
very happy people in couples. And I think so much of it's a choice. And, and I think a lot of it has to do with misunderstanding what love actually is. Because we're the way we know love is what we're taught by our parents, our yeah. grandparents, teachers, whoever, right? People who have influenced our lives. And not everything we've been taught about love really is love. And not everything done in the name of love or said in the name of love really, really is love. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. I think once people get to the basics of the, the what encompasses the true love, which is, you know, the spirituality, the compatibility, the connection, I think that you can find a more fruitful partner to be with long term, you know? And so that's, I mean, this is interesting. So how did you like get over the grief part? Because my, you know, my stepdad passed away from a heart attack. He was only 62 and my mom, you know, lost her husband. And how do you get over, how do you get over grieving, you know? Well, I think a couple things. One is I realized quickly that there are some things in life you have no control over. Like I'd never pick cancer. I'd never pick cancer for myself or for my husband. I'd never pick losing my husband. You know, those aren't choices that I'd make, but there are choices that I can make. There are things I do have control over. Like I get to choose how happy I want to be. I get to choose to be happy. I get to choose to live fully. I get to choose to enjoy life. Those are are choices I can make every day. And those are the choices I choose to make. I think sometimes people get deep in grief and they have a hard time coming out of it. And they almost feel like it's dishonoring the person who's passed to laugh again, to smile again, to really live fully again. And I think the opposite is true. I think it's, it is honoring the person who's gone when you live fully and, and show that you cared so much, that they were so great. You're living for both of you now. And yeah, what is legacy move on, live on. Yeah. Cause I, yeah, that's what I tell people. They will want you to live your life fully and, and, and be full and present. You know, because life is short, you know, it's it's, it's long yet short. So you want to kind of live every moment, you know. Mm. So besides Haiti, where else did you travel that year? Uh, Venezuela, um, Dominican Republic. Yeah, basically those three countries Um, and most mostly in Haiti. And but that's another thing about grief is something that I don't think. I, I never knew, I was never told, but I believe it's so true is that I went to Haiti initially because there was an earthquake that killed 200,000 people. Yeah. So I went there to help, to go work. And there is healing of grief in service. When you can get outside yourself and go serve others, go help other people, there's incredible healing in that. You know, I can relate on that. Like, I feel good just giving people like positive vibes or there's posts from quotes. I'm a quote lady. So every time you find me on Facebook, it's quotes. That's all I post because at the end of the day, it's like I can't I don't really need to complain at the end of the day because I mean, you know, I'm not deaf is deaf is final, you know, but anything else could be overcame and it, it could, you know, so I always just I post positive positivity because i know there's a lot going on right now and that all we need everything goes back to love like you said like just love loving your life everything not just a you know your partner but if you love if you say okay this is going on but you love your you love your life it could just be more fruitful and maybe you can attract 
you know, that guy for you or that woman. And I think that's one thing I've been noticing since I've been single for six years, just listening to people's stories like yours and, and stuff like that. It's like, it's, it's just, um, it's just interesting. Um, I'm going to ask one of your questions here. <laughs> uh, what, what surprised you the most about love? Well, I think that the thing that really surprised me about love is I thought I knew what it was and then found out something entirely different. So I, I used a 2000 year old poem, love is patient, love is kind, does not envy, does not boast. Oh, yeah. And I decided I would take one word a month and figure out, well, what is love that is patient? What is love that is kind? Because if, if I could figure out all those words, I could figure out love is, is what, I, what I thought. And so every month, uh, every word was different than what I thought it was gonna be. Every single word, patience, and love that is patient are two different things. Kind and love that is kind, two different things. One of the big things about love is that it, it's not an emotion like fear or excitement. You know, I think sometimes we just think of it as this feeling, this emotion, but that's, that's not what love is. You don't live in fear. You know, you don't yeah. watch a scary movie and, and then that night you hear every creak, you know, and every everything after watching a scary movie. But you don't live in that, you know, the next no. night you sleep fine, right? And yeah. every day is not Disney World. And But you live in love. Love is walking, talking, living, breathing, moving. It's it's who you are. You can be love. You, you are love. And then how you express that, how you walk that out is up to you. But love is who you are. I love that. That's a good answer. Love is who you are because it, it just... It, it, I guess you could say it permeates all over your body because it exudes and then you give it to others and it's energy. Do you believe in law of attraction? I do. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I sure do. I think. Yeah, because it's, it's, it seems like energy is, is, is not, it doesn't go away. It's just going in a flow, you know, and it's an ebb and flow. And I've noticed that about life too, just their thoughts. And, you know, sometimes you can't control anyone else. Of course, things happen, but it's just something about, the mindset it does help with any situation so so yeah, true well and if you think about the people in your life that you really want to spend more time with the people that really draw you in it's they probably are living love fully you know more yeah. more fully than others you know people that that are positive and give of themselves freely and are kind and non-judgmental and because with love there's there's no room for judgment there's no room for condemnation. There's no room for racism. There's no room for ageism. There's no room for any ism. You don't yeah. put labels on people and you don't make assumptions yeah. about people. You know, one thing that's incredible about love is that love recognizes that we are all individuals and they're yeah. and special, right? Like I think about the Mona Lisa. Like if it ever went up for sale, I don't know how many millions and millions of dollars someone would pay for the Mona Lisa. And it's because it's a one of a kind. It is a one yes. of a kind masterpiece. And so are you. So are yes. you. There's never been anybody exactly like you. There never will be anybody exactly like you. Nobody yeah. has walked in your shoes, right? And so you're one of a kind. You're you're this beautiful, incredible, one of a kind masterpiece. So how whoever you believe you're created to be, be it. Be it. And 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 love yourself. Love, love who you are because there's nobody like you, you know, there's something very special in that. So with love, you recognize that 
it's okay to have different opinions. There's nothing wrong with that. Of course we're going to, you know, it'd be a boring world if we didn't have different opinions. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, but it's how you handle things with people and, and there's no room for fixing people. So instead yeah. of, you know, putting people down and judging them for what they believe, I mean, you know, you, you can go, uh, you hear people say, oh my gosh, well, I love everybody. I love everybody, but those darn Democrats are, I love everybody. Oh yeah. But those Republicans, you know, or I love everybody, but the Baptists, they got it wrong. Or I love everybody, but you know, well, there's no buts. With love, there's no buts. We're, we're yeah, all there's in no this buts. together, right? Yeah, yeah. And so yeah, I like you, that. Yeah. And you hear, you know, people will say that love's a two-way street. Like, I think that's one of the biggest mistakes one of the biggest misconceptions about love is you hear love's a two-way street or people will put a number on it it's 50 50 it's 100 100 oh yeah 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 that. right yeah well or love, the money rule <laughs> exactly but but love is infinite it's not like you just have a bucket of it and when that bucket's gone like you got to spread it out okay because yeah when it's, gone, it's gone no the bucket keeps filling up filling up filling up you're not going to run out of love you'll never run yeah, out you're of not when it's true that's the thing when it's true love and the person has both part people have emotional intelligence i mean you can pretty much work through anything but a lot of times one person doesn't have it and it's like the other person trying to pull and it's like they the word compromise comes up you know eartha kit was you know saying she was recorded saying i'm never gonna compromise you know ha 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 and <laughs> and it's kind of tricky because it's like okay you know how do you compromise something because you said you would want to be the president at one time and where's the guy gonna fit in and then somebody has dreams and they say okay i want to go and i want to do this business but i'm also working a job whatever and then the guy doesn't understand it you know i've noticed that a lot in the dating game where they'll be like oh you don't have you're not gonna have time for me and it's like not necessarily it's like you assumed and you don't you don't want me you know i can't compromise my joy because you have to have your own hobbies your own something that gets you going you know and it's like i can't take away that you know what i mean and i think that's some of the issues that i think a lot of women are dealing with too is that okay they're just they're meeting guys that are like oh you know you you're just doing too much it's like but i'm having a good time right right i know yeah it's it's so true and but i think when you find the right one he's cool with it that's cool and with that's it. the thing yeah that's the thing and yeah. I think I did meet the right one, but I let him go because I thought he was too old. So, they... <laughs> but now that I'm older, now I'm like, uh, dang, because he was just a UK gentleman, six foot three, um, just attractive, and I just let him go. So, it, it, and I haven't made anyone else like that yet. I mean, I could, but I always said that was like a four leaf clover. That was like a true love soulmate type thing because he was so kind and calm and he had just calm disposition and I think that matters you know it, it and that's one thing and that's why I try to give people advice based off of that situation because there's some people out here there's, there's men and women out here that can completely understand because they are they love themselves and he truly loved himself and his parents raised him that way too that's another thing like you know do you think that love is like you know because of how your parents raised you because if your parents were kind of like eh, don't touch me type you know get that could mess up someone's psyche when it comes to relationships oh my word for sure for yeah. sure my mom was was when i hugged my mom it was like hugging a cardboard box she just like, couldn't because she didn't get hugged 
So she didn't really know how to hug. Like they had a hard time showing any emotion that way, any love emotion. And so, yeah, I know that feeling. And, but I think then you, you can pick, you get to pick how you want to be, if that's what you're going to be in a relationship or are you going to be more affectionate, you know, learn how to let your guard down and, and realize that it's okay. You know, kind of going back to the love is a two way street thing is, is love is 100% on you, 100% on you. What, what you get back, you get back, but you don't give love to get love. Like if I gave you money and you gave me a pair of jeans, that's a transaction. If I give you love to get love, that's a transaction. And love is not a transaction. You give love, period. You give love, period. Love is cool in that often you get it back. But if you're expecting it back, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be lonely. You're going to be disillusioned because nobody's going to live up to your expectations because they don't know what, right? I mean, yeah. you know, I think sometimes like um, you, know, you have a baby, you bring a baby home from the hospital and you have a hundred percent control, right? You decide when the baby eats, when the baby goes down for a nap, when the baby gets a bath, but then six, seven, eight months later, all your Tupperware is all over the kitchen floor. Okay. Your pots and pans are banging everywhere. You realize that you have lost control and you will never get it back. We control nobody but ourselves. So that's we have fact. no, right? So we have no control over the love that's coming to us. So you give love, period. Give love, period. You know, it's yes. all, so often your expectations that get, you, get us mixed up and messed up in relationships. You know, I like that. I like that because it's true. Like instead, just just give your love and just just go with that flow. And then if that person it just doesn't vibe with it, then it's okay to move on because you gave your love. You did your part. I love that. What what are your favorite chapters in your book? Love is. Well, uh, the very first one, I think uh, if I only would have lived the first month, I think it would have changed my life a lot. It, it definitely changed my life a lot. And it, love is patient. And I went into it thinking, well, I, I know what patience is. You know what patience is. You're not honking your horn when you're stuck in traffic, right? You're not mad because you're ready to go. They're not ready to go. You know, you're showing patience. But what I figured out about love that is patient is it's so different than that. It is, I, I just believe you're supposed to love everybody. So whoever you're with, you love them with a love that is patient in a way that you realize that this moment right now is the most important moment of your life. What's in the past is in the past. What's in the future is yet to come. This is the moment. And I'll tell you, to be fully engaged in the moment, I had to practice that. I was not good at that. I thought, I was the grand multitasker. Like I could be in conversation while I was thinking about a meeting I had later, who had to get to soccer practice, what I had to pick up from the grocery store. And I found out that's not true. You know, if I'm going to be engaged, I need to focus and be fully present because that's what love that is patient is, is it's being fully present. It's not dismissing the person in front of you. It's loving the person in front of you and showing that love by being fully present. And when you are, like it changed my life because instead of assuming what I thought somebody would say, or instead of having my rebuttal ready, you know, while, while they have to finish talking quick so I can quick say something, I stopped and listened. And when you really listen, 
You actually hear the words, not what you're assuming the words are. And when you do, everything changes. Your relationship changes with whoever it is. People uh, need to feel that love, need to feel like people care enough to give them a moment in life. You know, we've got these screens in front of us all the time, right? Or you yes. see people out for dinner and they're on their phones and you know, if that's what they want to do, that's what they want to do, you know, no, yeah. no judgment. I mean, people can do whatever they want to do. But when you love with love that is patient and you're fully there for somebody, man, they know it and they can feel it. What a great feeling is that? That somebody Yeah, that is a great feeling. That yeah. is. I like, I, you know, you just made me think about something and you were speaking about this and it's like so deep. I think, you know, like I always say, cause everything happens for a reason. And, you know, every guest is ordained, I feel to come on the show, but it's just that, like, I was thinking about that, about this gentleman that I dated in LA and we were never in a relationship. We were just getting to know each other. And, you know, he said something to me, he said, what was wrong with me? You know? And I was like, Oh, this guy's this handsome model guy. I didn't think he was paying me any mind. I thought he was just gonna move on. And he had another had some model chick or something. But he was curious as to why I didn't want to choose him for a relationship. And I said, I I realized I can't assume, and that was wrong about me to assume just because someone is handsome doesn't mean that they're gonna just grab every lady. Just be, you know, and it's like sometimes we get sucked up in social media, and sometimes I have to sit back and say, is this really true? not really i mean yes there's some situations but it's not a fact so i have to i had to that really was like an aha moment for me it was like okay i can't just and i let him talk i didn't say anything back this time because i but i was just like that makes sense now is to not assume right yeah right yeah that's amazing oh yeah oh yes so what would you tell your 18 year old self oh my goodness i would tell my 18 year old self to learn what love is I would have saved my 18 year old self a whole lot of heartache had I known what love really is and, and how, to, how to live it, how to show it. And that uh, that expectations uh, get you in, in so much trouble. And um, in fact, my, my husband taught me a lesson, which I did not want my husband to teach me a lesson. He was not my father. Like, I, I did not think that I was going to get married and my husband would be te teaching me a lesson. Like, I, I didn't think life worked that way. But I had this night where uh, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to treat him so special. We were newly married and uh, I thought, well, I'll clean the apartment, make it really look nice and put candles on the table and make his favorite dinner. He loved lasagna and he loved German chocolate cake. So I made German chocolate cake from scratch, you know, so I'm working all day to make this night special and put on a little something sexy, you know, to greet him at the door when he got home and couldn't wait for him to get home, you know, just counting the minutes and, and he got home and he walked in and he's like, Hey, you know, whatever. And I'm like, mm, he's not saying anything about me, about how fine I look right now, or he's not saying anything about how great the place looks. What is wrong with him? And then we sat down for dinner and I'm thinking, well, certainly he's going to say something about the food. He's going to say great dinner. He's going to say something. He didn't. He didn't say anything. You know, he talked about his day, whatever. We're just talking. But as time went by, I got madder and madder. I was so mad by the end of the meal because he didn't say anything that I practically threw the cake at him because I was so oh. upset. And he said, he said, what is wrong? What is wrong? I said, 
I worked so hard today. I did all these things for you and listed them off and and you have said nothing. You've you've not said one word. He said, now wait a minute. He said, I can't read your mind. I, I didn't know you expected me to say these things. He said, I've done nothing wrong here. I have done nothing wrong. He said, I have done nothing wrong. He said, it's your expectations that have gotten you in trouble. It's wow. your expectations that have gotten you upset. Well, I was so mad that I went into the bedroom because I'm thinking, who is he to teach me anything? So I went into the bedroom and I slammed the door and I'm like, what's he talking about? He's blaming me? Wow. He's blaming me for this? My expectations? What is he saying? What? What? And then I went, oh, my expectations. I mean, it, it was so true. It was. I never told him I needed him to say those things. I didn't tell him what I expected. I kept it all to myself. I just thought he should come up with it completely on his own. Well, guess what? Men aren't that smart usually. No, they you know? don't know. Right. They, they don't, don't know. know. And and nobody reads minds. We don't read nobody. each other's minds. So, you know, talk about it. It's okay to say, hey, how do I look? Hey, how is the dinner? It's okay to say that. They don't have yeah. to just come out with it. They're not necessarily thinking about it. They might be enjoying it like crazy and just loving it, but they're just not saying it out loud. Yep. So ask. It's okay to ask. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with that. So it is. Expectations are, I think, the thing that screw up relationships more than anything. You know what? That was so deep. <laughs> that was an omen, an aha moment, because that's true. I do, you know, I expect things like, cause I'm expecting me from other people. I'm like, no, Sequoia, they're not you. I'm like, why didn't this person say this that way? Or why didn't they respond when I did this? Or, and now I'm like, I, I used to, the old me used to get real angry. The new me is kind of like, okay, well, you know, oh, well, you know, I just don't say anything back. But if I was in like, if I'm talking to my mom or someone I'm close to, then I do I say, hey, I, I really need more clarification on that. Or I really need it more of a detailed um, response on what you think about this, you know. And so, <laughs> yes, this is a good message for the audience, because just just keep it, you know, a bean, they would say, just tell people the truth, like tell people what you feel and what you want. It's like the love languages, you know, like the, the words of affirmation. Some people want to be told they, they look good or something you know they want to be like oh I look good walking out the door like they some people want the gifts and stuff so I think that's that's why the five little languages kind of blew up too because of those things like people are learning more about their partner and stuff and you know and that was just that was amazing man that, this is great so uh, before we wrap it up I have one more question uh, what is a saying or quote that you go by uh, love is all you need love is all you need because it, it, it's so true. I've, I have these wristbands that I give away when when people join. I've got a 14-day, free 14-day love challenge on my website. And I send anyone who joins a free wristband that is WWLD, what would love do? Because if you can answer anything in love, if you can think really what, how would you respond in love, then you're going to be doing the right thing. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, I think I might do that. I might do that challenge. And um, and so where can people get your book and, and everything? Yeah, so Love Is is the name of my book. It's really easy to find. Great big love is on the cover, dark blue. And uh, so, so this is easy to find and it's an easy title. So just looking up Love Is is, is easy. If you Google Love Is, chances are I'm going to come up. My name is a little ridiculous. 
because it has way too many letters. There are two R's, two E's, two L's, S-O-R-R-E-L-L-E. Where I'm, I am literally the only Kim Sorrell spelled my way in the entire world, which wow. is crazy, right? Yeah. And, but but it, so anyway, KimSorrell.com uh, or just Google Love Is. I'm on social networks. I've got a website. I love hearing from people. I um I am a love coach. So if you that's know, good, you're a lot of women know, do need uh, some coaching. So yeah. I, I got the energy that you were like a love coach, like from you. So yeah. <laughs> but look, that makes me want to ask one more question now. Like, what before we go? Um, what do you think about dating apps? <laughs> you know, I think that people need to meet however it is people meet, right? Like, yeah. Um, I, I heard a statistic lately though that uh, not that many people meet and stay together on dating apps as as you would think it's i don't remember what the percentage is but you know 20 percent or something like like it's not like oh 80 of people meet your one true person you know whatever but statistics can be skewed because maybe not everybody's really on there looking for somebody you know sometimes you run into a married guy on there for goodness sake you know so you know that can mess up the statistics but I, I, I think you meet people where you meet them. You know, if, if you happen to meet somebody at work or at the grocery store, you know, checking out the musk melon, I don't know, or or, yeah. or on a dating app or church or wh- wherever, your neighborhood, somebody introduces you. I mean, everybody meets in a different way. And a lot of people do meet with dating apps. And I think that's great. You know, how yeah, I do agree. Yeah. I don't think people should get rid of dating apps. You know, I think that people should keep it and just keep trying, even though it's a lot of melons, it's 98% are kind of, eh, but just keep going <laughs> and, you know, have all the options there and just stay positive, ladies and, and men. Well, and, and you're looking for the one. You're not looking for 10. You're, yeah. you're looking for the one. The well, one. you're going to have to, you know, wade through them. What do they say? You got to kiss a lot of frogs before you find a prince. Yep. I, mean, I, I just think it's true. You know, you go, oh, that one's, you know, not for me. That one's not for me. And everyone you say is not for you, everyone you figure out is not for you, leads you closer to the one that is for you. So yes. it's okay. That's okay. I love it. Well, thanks for coming on to the Black Miss Podcast Show. I'm going to share your websites on the show notes as well, so the customers can get it and check it out. Or the audience—I say customers, but they, you know, <laughs> they're going to be your customer because they're going to want that book. So, and they may even contact you for some coaching, which you would be a great coach. So I'm sure they're going to hit you up for that too. So, but yeah. Well, for- I would love that. I I love people. I just truly love people, and I love connecting. So anybody reach out anytime oh thanks well thanks for watching everyone please subscribe and share if you care and be blessed out there and stay safe